Welcome to the Andy Griffin Show. Wake up! With your chance to sound off, give your opinion, and tell us your thoughts. It's on. It's now. It's here. It's the Andy Griffin Show on News Radio 890. 92.5. KDXU. Southern Utah's news talk leader. Happy Tuesday morning to you. It's, well, just clicking to nine minutes after nine o'clock on this beautiful day. Yeah, the sun's not out, but okay, a little bit of cloud cover never hurt, right? And we've got moisture coming later on this week. Maybe Susie's like, nope. Uh, it is county fair time, and we have uh, with us uh, today uh, Vic, Victor Iverson, county commissioner. Vic, thanks for coming Andy, in. It's good to be here. And Susie Lafaele, who is uh, the uh, what are we the fair coordinator? Is that director? Your yes, director? fair director. Yeah, you're 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 the woman uh, in charge of the fair. Yeah, only so. if it's good. If not, then you can blame Commissioner Iverson. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Now, one of the, I saw you post something up uh, online a, I don't know, a few weeks ago about how much growth there has been from year one of moving the fair from the fall to the spring to now year two. And, and uh, yes. things are uh, picking up, I guess, is the best way to say it, right, yes. Susie? Yeah, one of the big changes we made was from year one last year to this year was we added a rodeo. Mm-hmm. And we had that last weekend over Easter weekend, wow. two night rodeo Friday and Saturday, and a special needs rodeo Saturday morning. So Very we talk cool. about growth and continually adding to things at the fair and attractions. That was one big thing that we did this last year. The the of course the criticism early on was well how can you have the harvest in the spring? It doesn't make sense because everybody wants to show off their big big pumpkins or their big tomatoes or whatever it is. How have you addressed that? What what is uh, What have you yeah. done to help kind of allay some of those people's uh, uh, concerns? Yeah, people can still turn items in. Obviously, we won't have the big pumpkins or the yeah. watermelons, the squash, but in the ground vegetables. So um, root potatoes, lettuce, cabbage, kale, all of that still grows during the wintertime. Nice. Um, obviously, if you do any in-home, like inside gardening, tomatoes, mm-hmm. all of your herbs, those can all still be entered. Very cool. Um, so there's still lots of options for field and crop, that division as we call it. Yeah. Um, and then our horticulture, so all of the flowers. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so we might not have your hothouse roses, but you have... <laughs> You know, other other types and varieties of flowers that you can still enter early on in the spring. And Andy, one of the other things that we have is a very robust petting zoo and small mm-hmm. animal show. And Welcome this, to the... This, actu- this actually helps because uh, when we had it in August, for example, some of our, our chickens and rabbits and, and other small animals yeah. suffered so much from the heat. You know, there's nothing mm. like... Um, losing one of those small animals, you know, before the show. So we have we have that going on. So there is very much a connection back to our agricultural roots, which is what the county fair is about. And so you know we continue to kind of expand mm-hmm. and find other opportunities to to celebrate agriculture and and its roots in Washington County. Yeah, and one thing talking about additions and changes is we're adding fourth grade field trips. Ooh. This year. So tomorrow, during, during school, huh? during school, tomorrow we'll have 482 kids on property at 10 o'clock in the morning. Wow. And on Thursday, we'll have another 560, and they'll come around to our animal education center, our petting zoo, and they'll learn about soil. They'll learn about chicks, and we have chicks in incubators that hopefully will hatch 
this week. And <laughs> so there's about 15 different stations and they'll learn about that agriculture that, you know, you may only just read about in a book, but now they can experience a little bit of that at the county fair. I had a couple of questions. Uh, so how many are, are you aware of? How many county fairs have moved to spring throughout the country? I'm guessing it would only be really warm weather places, right? Well, Clark County Fair, uh-huh. right? Just down the street from us. They okay. they had their fair last two weeks ago, okay. last week. So um, I'm guessing some places, I, I imagine Phoenix, you know, Maricopa or whatever would have theirs. Uh, or the they spring. do them really late in the fall. Yeah, like December. <laughs> August, yeah, October, <laughs> November. I, yeah. I, I've been, I, I've done football games in Phoenix in August, September, even October, and in the press box it was 110. And oh I don't know God. what it was down on the it's field. On the field. <laughs> yeah. So I can tell you that is not a place you want to spend any time yeah. outside uh, that time of year. So well, yeah. another, there's a few though. Another problem we had with the county fair being in August is that we were competing with, I believe, six other county fairs on the same, same weekend. weekend. Mm. And so that that made it harder to get certain acts or, or or different things that we wanted to make the county fair successful. And so what we felt by moving it into April is it really gave us kind of that opportunity to, to expand mm-hmm. um, more. And so it, I was pleasantly surprised. Um, Susie can tell you how much uh, <laughs> stress we all took to, to move 150. And grief, yeah. I think it was a 150-year <laughs> tradition to, to move yeah. it, yeah. Uh, you know, into the spring. And last year we had um, kind of some windy but coolish weather for that time of yeah. year. And yet we still had just record numbers of people that were willing to come out and, and celebrate right. the fair. So. I think we'd rather deal with windy, coolish weather than 110. Yes, yes that's uh, what we I'm found out saying. last year. <laughs> yeah. So. Yep. You're not burning your bum on a carnival ride. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, a big part of the fair is the marriage of the communities, the cities mm-hmm. in the county, with the county and the fair. Uh, were they reticent at first when you were announcing, telling them we were going to switch? And have they embraced it? How well have they done at, at I embracing think, it? I think they've embraced it really well. Hurricane City is our spotlight city this year, and okay. Mayor Billings has been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, she was at our rodeo last week, and we'll cut the ribbon today and officially open the fair tonight at our parade. Um, in Washington in, City. In Washington City, and they right. have um, former Mayor John Bramble is our Grand Marshal. Good guy. Good um, guy. So I feel like, and St. George, Santa Clara, all of our cities um, have seemed to really embrace it. All of our oh, cities um, bring animals, our FFA clubs from all of our high schools in mm-hmm. Region 10, Region, region 9, 10 Region 10. Nine, yeah. um, and from Enterprise to Water Canyon, all bring animals to our animal education oh, cool. center. So I feel like there's been a really good support system of our cities and towns in the county in regards to moving it to April. And it's easier. And we've mm-hmm. moved the parade to Washington. Washington is a great supporter of parades as, a, as a community. Yeah. They just do a great job. We start there on 300 and, and go down Telegraph. Up and to so, Maine. Yeah. Up to Maine. So we'd mm-hmm. encourage everybody to come out tonight. That starts at um, six, six, right? six o'clock. Yeah. So. Yep. And then we and have then- our little kickoff party afterwards, and we have games, and we're giving away those Sold out Walker Hayes tickets. So if you nice. haven't bought tickets, you can try and win some tonight and derby tickets and all sorts of fun stuff tonight. You can get a really cool Washington County Fair shirt. Yes, yes. we're, we're going we're gonna to hook you up. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, all right. So the, uh, again, uh, as far as schedule wise, six o'clock tonight is the fair parade in mm-hmm. Washington City. Uh, obviously, the street will be blocked off if you have to go through the city. Just pull over and watch the parade, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, we have about 52, I think, entries 
Cool. You'll see all of the city princesses, nice. um, including Miss uh, Shivwitz Princess will oh, be cool. there with us oh, tonight. Great. And yeah, it's just it, the parade will last maybe an hour and then you just go to the park and play some games and have some fun before coming uh, out to the fair tomorrow night. There's some kind of food over there, too. I'm there guessing. is. Yeah. Yep. Right there at Veterans Park. Veterans Park mm-hmm. in, in Washington City. And that's about seven ish when the when the parade kickoff party. Correct. Is. Yep. And we'll so. be done by nine. It is a school night, Andy. <laughs> Heck with the school kids. I have to get up at 4.30. <laughs> they don't get up till 7 or That's something. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, that'll, that'll be a lot of fun. Now, let's talk about the fair itself and, and uh, what to expect this year. Obviously, the, the kids' favorite of the carnival rides and all the, mm-hmm. the fun things there and, and then the fair food and uh, I, I hearken back to Templeton from Charlotte's Web. It's a veritable smorgasbord, It right? is, yes. So <laughs> speaking of changes, we doubled the number of food vendors at the county fair this year. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, almost 40 food vendors. So everything from lobster mac and cheese Whoa. to... Um, We're going to upscale. Yes, yeah. deep fried Snickers and Twinkies. <laughs> Funnel cakes, of course, will be there. Yeah. We have wood-fired pizza, mm. Navajo tacos, your Polynesian food, um, and kind of everything in between. I mean, if you can't find a funnel cake, and that's kind of been my biggest complaint, I can't find the funnel cakes, <laughs> then you weren't looking hard enough because they're going to be I, there. I think we have about three different, four oh, different really? vendors that wow. are doing funnel cakes. So, Very cool. so yeah, so food, um, we have shopping. So if you're looking for something really unique, we have um, over 90 vendors, retail vendors that'll be there from clothing to jewelry, artwork. Nice. Um, so that'll be inside the Grafton building as well as outside. Again, you mentioned the carnival. Wednesday night's our family night. Okay. Um, all rides are $2. Really? Yes. So really? bring your family out. Wednesday night opens at 6 o'clock. 6 to 10 p.m. is our carnival. Um, but everything inside, you know, with your, with your paid gate admission, the petting zoo is free. Barrel racing on Thursday is free with your gate admission. The junior rodeo on Friday at 4 p.m. is free. Um, so there's lots of things to see and do. We have plenty of games. All around the property, yeah. Andy. I, I think mean, uh, I think one of the advantages to moving it into the spring is the fact that our food ven- vendors we had a lot more availability mm-hmm. and, and diversity of food because um, it was getting to where it was tough because a lot of food vendors were trying to decide which fair to go to and right. and also we had a lot of our community festivals that are right around right after the fair and so our food vendors of of really. Um, the diversity of that, the number of food vendors is really off the chart. And, and a lot of kind of maybe those those types of crafts and, right. and, and vendors that you expect at a county fair, they had before to decide where to go. Now they're excited to come to, to the Washington County Fair. And so all of that is, is there. And um, the admission this year, and this is something else that Susie had to talk me into, but we don't have to worry about parking. You pull in, you park. We, it's nicely striped. We have nice lines. so. Cool. And yeah. then it's just uh, $2 a person to come in or $5 a family? Correct. No, just $2 per person, uh-huh. 13 and older, okay. or $1, 12, like ages 3 to 12. Mm-hmm. But on Thursday, courtesy of the Washington County Commissioners, is free admission. We're charging Vic. We're gonna, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the bill goes to him okay. <laughs> or to the county. <laughs> to the yes. county. So on yes. Thursday, from two to six p.m., free admission. Yeah. You just walk walk on in. Yeah. And for Sounds those like of our um, 
everybody that's coming out on the really busy nights, we are going to have another option to exit the, yes. the fairgrounds. Uh, there, there is a road that will take you back through the shooting sports park and and back through the landfill, and, and you'll be able to get over there onto Telegraph. Oh. And so yep. that way, if you're so if you're coming out to the fair to the big events on on Friday and Saturday, and you're sitting there in the parking lot, and you live out in that part of Washington and stuff, then then take a move, take a, a right turn instead of a left back towards SR nine. So hopefully we'll be able to move people out faster than that has been kind of a challenge in the past. Is yeah. we've been victims of our own success. Yeah, <laughs> so many people being there. Susie just blew it out of the park last year. So yeah, you can only get out that way you can't get in that way so don't try coming through the landfill to get Uh, to the fair it's only an exit so tell me the hours again that uh, the days and hours that we should that we would want to go to the county fair all the hours okay what time is it it (laughs) so we open on wednesday six o'clock to 10 p.m okay and the carnival the carnival is the same hours okay thursday is 2 p.m to 10 p.m okay but the carnival will stay open till midnight nice Friday's the same as Thursday, 2 to 10, or and the carnival till midnight, and then 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Nice. Um, with the carnival staying open till midnight again. So lots of things to see and do, lots of free things. We have our military appreciation. Um, the county commission um, designated April 21st as Vietnam Veterans Day. We'll be recognizing and honoring those that served in Vietnam at 10 a.m. at the uh, large outdoor arena and... We've just got some really cool things planned. You can see our military wall of honor inside the Harmony Building where all of the exhibits are. Is the Demolition Derby gone this year? It's happening. Oh, it is happening. It's happening on Saturday, the same night as boxing. Oh, wow. So I know you've got to kind of pick which one you want to go to. Boxing, 99 years at the county fair. That's how long they've been doing boxing. So I don't think that that's going to go away anytime soon. I remember a few years ago, I was, uh, do you remember the year with the big storm uh, for the demolition? And there were several storms, Uh but there was one where there was serious lightning and they had to clear the stands for a while. And, and, and the poor cars couldn't get up very, very much speed because it was so muddy. Yeah. But uh, it was, it was actually ended up being a really fun night Night. and a a fun experience (laughs) because everybody got muddy and dirty and, and just had a lot of fun. I think that was Susie's first year or maybe the year right year before. right before and uh, we had just barely finished um the grafton building and we'd finished it right before the fair started and so they they hadn't really planned on it so we did have that grafton building everybody was able to go into yeah it were our big exhibit hall and i talked to people across the county and a lot of people haven't been out to the fairgrounds recently i would encourage you to come out if you haven't the the fairgrounds mm-hmm. has definitely taken a change over the last um well, since I've been a commissioner, we've we've built the Grafton building and and um, and really kind of upgraded, made some improvements, improvements there yeah. at the fairgrounds. So, if you haven't been out for a while, this is the year to come out. We have a lot of great concerts as well. Walker Hayes and the and the Fancy Dance is a uh, yes is, is pretty sold out. Um, <laughs> it is, but we also have uh, the Duttons, the uh, Dutton family. Did you say so. the name of their band is the Fancy? No, and no, Susie okay. talked us into doing some fancy dances because there's some sort of dance that Walker really? Hayes and his daughter came up. Something about Applebee's and and, uh, and <laughs> it's I called Fancy Like. Yeah, Fancy Like. Yeah, Fancy Like. Yeah, you've lost me on that. I have no idea. <laughs> Don't worry, the commissioners about. were lost too. Yeah, we were lost too, and we were trying to learn how to dance i don't dance anyway but uh you know she wanted a little uh 
a little footage there of us. And are you gonna dance? They were good sports. Are you gonna dance at the fair, Vic? <laughs> oh no, I was lucky to do it after some <laughs> practice. But but no, there was some coercion there. The coercion, but but the Duttons are on what day? Thursday night. Yes, well, um, they've been around a while. They're pretty good. Yeah, yeah. tickets are only ten dollars. They're coming straight from Branson, like literally coming. They have a show Wednesday night in Branson. And then they will pack up and come in and do a show for us. Nice. I mean, everything from bluegrass to Americana to classical music. Um, it's going to be a great concert. Any Polynesian music for you, Susie? Yes, we yeah, have a couple of, of local groups, local uh, Polynesian groups that will take their community stage on Saturday, nice. I think. Nice. I don't know. You never know. I might just jump up there and dance, Andy. You never know how, how the mood t- will strike tell, me. Tell a story with your hula yes. or whatever, Yes. Right? <laughs> Uh, Susie LaFaele, uh, the fair director. Susie, uh, do you feel like, I mean, obviously it, it has, but do you feel like you're heading in the right direction with the fair? Do you feel like the, the growth, the enthusiasm for it is everything, everything's going the, re- the way you want it to? I think so. I, I yeah. really want to make sure that people know that this is their fair, yeah. mm-hmm. that this is the community. This is Southern Utah, Washington County's fair. Um, and I think we've really tried to make, make that happen by, you know, like I said, bringing in and, and incorporating our, our schools with our fourth grade field trips yeah. and our petting zoos. And, and again, I just want to make sure that they know that everything we do or try to do at the fair is really we're thinking of our county and our residents. And so I think that having that in mind um, helps bring us a success, um, the county fair success. Yeah. And I think, I think, I hope, I don't know, the commissioners might say differently, but I think our trajectory is in going in the right direction. It is. It's, all the numbers and the support of the county fair has been has been really awesome. I went to uh, kind of a national county fair event. It's been, oh, about five years ago. And county fairs across the nation have had to try to reevaluate themselves. Mm-hmm. But to me, this is a celebration of, of us as a county and bringing us together and and whether it's the pandemic or or maybe the the political environment there's a lot of things that are dividing us right now and the county fair we hope will will continue to be one of those events that'll bring people in this county together because really Washington County is made spectacular i believe by by the the personality the collective personality of of our people yeah. and people that live here and uh, we hope that the county fair will really be kind of one of those opportunities for old friends to come and connect, people yeah. to celebrate. I mean, the veterans uh, celebration that we've started doing every year. Of course, we started with World War II, and I, my father was a World War II veteran, mm-hmm. and I was amazed as I stood there and realized how that generation has almost completely passed. Yeah. Yeah. And then we had uh, Korea, Korea last, last year, year. Yeah. Vietnam this year, and we'll continue to celebrate everything that's great about America and great about Washington County. And and I, for me, um, the pra- uh, last year with 2020, and we were one of the few counties that didn't cancel. Right. And um, 2020 and 2021, it was all there was a, there was a real emotional kind of environment in the air as people came out and just wanted to be together to be, yeah. and celebrate. So. Yeah, I, I will say this: I I toured 15 different county fairs in the state last year. Wow. Um, because I. I didn't have to do one, <laughs> right? Everyone yeah. had theirs in April. So everything from Duchesne to Morgan County, Cache County, Utah County, Millard, um, Severe, we kind of went all over. And you know what? I, I, I'm going to be a little biased, but, <laughs> but it is the truth. We have a really awesome county fair. 
Um, and the support of the commissioners has been phenomenal um, because without that support of not only the commissioners but our community, we wouldn't be able to do a lot of these events. Um, so we really should be thankful. If you if you want to go and see something, you know, you go to another county fair and then come back and, and come to the Washington County Fair and you'll be like, you'll be amazed at, at what we can do in four days. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. awesome. Uh, Vic, you touched on a little bit, but... The modern political climate of wokeness and, and of, of, you know, being politically correct about everything uh, would tell you, just if you read it on the surface, well, county fairs are passe. We yeah, don't yeah. need we don't need community in, anymore. We're all these politically woke people. And, and this kind of thing isn't important anymore. And I one of the reasons I wanted to have Susie on today is I absolutely 100 percent disagree with that completely. Yeah. I think we I think there's a very loud minority in this country. And they yell and they scream and they and they force their beliefs on everyone. I think America is still America. It's it's grassroots. It's it's community. It's uh, neighbors loving one another. It's county fairs. It's art festivals. It's you know car uh, uh, car shows and, and that stuff is. I mean, you just look at the numbers. I'm, I'm sure this week the numbers are going to bear it out. That that people are going to go to the fair because. They still want America to be like America has been for the last couple hundred years. I couldn't agree yeah. with you yep. more. And and bringing Susie in, she's a little bit younger than than us commissioners. <laughs> but um, I think some of these changes that we've made, while it, it might feel a little disruptive to those who have really loved tradition, and I'm I'm a guy who loves tradition. Sure. I also think it's important that we continue to celebrate where we're going. Right. And and um, what I've loved about the county fair is all of the new people that have moved into our county. That go, hey, I'm going to go out to the county fair and learn a little bit more about this county that I'm calling home. So, Andy, to your point, it really is something that unites us. It's something that's important as a community that we do. And mm-hmm. we kind of have these these common experiences. As somebody who grew up in, in Hurricane and, and, and the county fair was something very dear to us um, you know, because the county fair for years and years and years was held in Hurricane and was a real community event. Mm-hmm. I'd encourage all of my friends um, and neighbors from Hurricane who might not have gone to the county fair recently, yeah, come on come. out and um, come back. And really, come yeah, back. come back. We'll and welcome you. We'll welcome <laughs> yes. All right, I'm going to get a weather break in. We'll talk more about the fair starts tomorrow, tonight, the parade. And- yes. And, and everything, and uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. We're going to talk more with Susie and with Victor Iverson. We'll get into some other topics as well, like, you know, that water thing. And the governor saying it's probably going to be another state of emergency here in the state of Utah. We'll talk about that and more when we come back. This is the Andy Griffin Show on News Radio 890, 92.5 KDXU. Stay tuned for Clay and Buck coming up next. Welcome back, 935 on KDXU. We're talking Washington County Fair. Susie LaFaele is here with us. Hi, Susie. Hi. Thanks for coming on Thanks today. Thanks for having me on. I, I'm curious. Vic Iverson's here, too. We're not going to ignore you, Vic. we got some things <laughs> to talk about. But I wanted to ask Susie, uh, as the fair director, it seems like to me most of your work is before the fair. And so when the fair gets here... You kind of have to sit back and let it happen. Or, oh, or, no, you know, there's still a you, lot. There's a lot more yeah. work to do, is there? Yeah, so obviously there's a lot of prep, and right now my, my phone is blowing up because I have yeah. the porta potty guy calling me. <laughs> I have... <laughs> I have yeah. the fencing guy calling me. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of, obviously, prep getting ready. But people think, oh, once the fair's here, you just sit back in your office or you just go and watch the shows. And 
No, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. Sometimes Mm -hmm. we're still, and and this is what we want, right? We don't want people to see what goes on behind the scenes Mm because sometimes it can get a little messy and ugly. (laughs) And you just want it to look sunshine and roses Mm -hmm. and rainbows, you know? So sometimes we have little fires. I have to deal with vendors or the carnival might need more water or, you know, we have to get the porta potty serviced. You know, there's still a lot of coordinating that happens, making sure that there's trash pickup. Mm-hmm. And cl- mm-hmm. the facility is staying clean, and the bathrooms are clean. And well, and I imagine the cleanup after, like, say Wednesday night, you want people to come Thursday afternoon. You've got a lot of work to do to get it ready. There again. is, and and we yeah. have been really fortunate this year. Um, the Washington County Sheriff's Office has allowed us to use the inmates, so they've been a great back, help. Huh? They're back, yes, yeah. and and you just don't realize how much they help. They help with trash pickup. They get under the bleachers and pick up all the trash. They do a lot of my heavy lifting, mm-hmm. setting up stages and tables and chairs. And, you know, so wow. there's, a, there's still a lot of things and moving and coordinating a lot of pieces. You know, when you, when you start filling in all of three different stages and all the vendors are there and mm-hmm. the animals <laughs> and, <laughs> and the carnival um, yeah. and parking. I, I, last year, um, now he's the sheriff. Nate Brooksby had yeah. called me at six o'clock on Saturday afternoon, and he says, "Hey, Suze, we have a mile, a two-mile-long line of cars up SR nine. Oh, wow! What are we going to do?" And I said, "Well, you're the, you're in charge. You tell me <laughs> what's our capacity. You know. So there's still things like that that happen." Even Saturday, 6 p.m., yeah. last day of the fair. Wow. No, yeah. you'll see Susie out there, Andy, at, especially like on Saturday, Friday nights, you know, till 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning, you know, just uh, picking up stuff. There's no real glory for her during the during the fair. <laughs> and no. and uh, I do want to um, kind of tell everybody, the inmates that come and help us, they're, they've been fully vetted. Most of them are, are you know, finishing up their, mm-hmm. their terms. And, and so they really are... Um, you know, people shouldn't have any trepidation about them. We don't, it's not just anybody that's out there, but they are a great help to us and in this, this event and yeah. putting it on. So, yeah. So are you allowed to relax next week? Well, we, we do clean up uh-huh. and then we have our Dixie Junior Livestock Show. Oh, another show coming. That usually a lot of <laughs> county fairs will have the two combined. At the same time, yeah. Um, and we just don't have the facilities to do both of them. And so... We get ready and turn everything around for the livestock show next week. So in two weeks, are you allowed to relax? And then it's Iron Man, oh boy. Andy. Right. <laughs> we don't rest around We don't here. rest. <laughs> yes, yes. Because it seems like you'd be in line for some vacation at this point. I'm Susan. hoping yeah, so, after, yes. After this is over. After so. maybe in July when it's really hot and I can't go anywhere. Where's your, <laughs> where, where's your vacation spot? Where would, where do you like to go normally? Do you? Go? I don't have a spot, no? but I just like to just pick somewhere on the map and just kind of nice. go. Yeah, I mean, so if I not, had to. not Leverkin? No. <laughs> no, no, but we do allow her to take her vacation during August, which is where the fair used to be, you know. That's yes. Right. So she, right. she, she could take her vacation then. But but you're right, Susie also has a, a lot of responsibility in, in the overall um, management at Legacy Park. And Legacy is a, a venue that is being used for more than just the county fair. Right. It's almost nonstop uh, some sort of event going on out there, especially – any time except for in the hottest months of the summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything from volleyball to um, barrel racing. We've had 
Flog Fest with mm-hmm. diesel trucks. We have weddings. We have funerals. We have quinceañeras. We have birthday parties. So I went to a charity event out there last yeah. year uh, for the the. Uh, the guy that lost his wife and a kid and his brother and his kid. Uh, oh, on the uh, freeway. Sawyer, I think. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. It was a good charity event out there at uh, in one of the buildings. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's very multifunctional, our facility out there. I got to ask because I, I, I have to because it's been on my mind uh, my whole life. Ever since I moved down here, that was Purgatory out there. Now it's Legacy Park. Yeah. It's still Purgatory Correctional Facility. I know it, it seemed like to me there's a really conscientious effort to not call it Purgatory anymore. But all us old timers, Vic, are going to call yeah. it Purgatory no matter even no matter how many times Susie says Legacy. <laughs> I go, you mean Purgatory, right? But uh, so, what, was there a, a campaign? Did you guys set out to rename it and re- shift the focus of what you call it? Well, I do have to admit we had a marketer involved. Uh, okay. Kevin Lewis actually helped us rename it. He's good our, old Kevin. He, good old <laughs> Kevin. He was our he was in in the role he had before the one he has now. He was kind of over Legacy and helped us rename it. I love Purgatory as a description. Descriptive uh, name for especially for, July. I was going to say yeah, in August it kind of is for our county jail, and, and you have to remember it was named Purgatory by those people that tried to farm out there, and uh, I can only imagine trying to farm in that soil. Um, it's hard enough to grow the little bit of grass that we have out yes. there in the trees, but but it is legacy. There, there's a beauty to to our park, and when you sit out there and. Sit in those stands and you're watching an event, and all of a sudden you raise your eyes up and look over towards Zion or over mm-hmm. towards the, the the mesas over there. You start to realize, boy, we have a beautiful a beautiful facility. We do. And uh, Susie makes this comment about the the tour that we all kind of. I took a, a couple, I a couple days. I went on went to these different county fairs, and it really made me proud of the facility yeah. we have and also the fair that we put on. I, th- I and um, and we started the show talking about where the fair is going i feel that we we do have the fair in a direction that it's going to continue to to grow and 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 get even better and so we can encourage people to come out and just celebrate with us because there's so much going on you can go to washco fair.net wash is it washco or just washington washco fair washco fair.net and you can get kind of the the schedule and we Mm -hmm. encourage everybody to come out and enjoy it i i like i said before i really feel like this is a, a kind of the the real america yep, the yep. the the culture that's there but we're not out yelling at each other all the time about it we're just we're just there uh, uh living life and going to the fair is part of that you know it really being, is. being a part of of americans yeah uh not you know running around with weird flags and and pointing fingers at each other and rioting no <laughs> yep. it's it's about county fairs and and uh, the the Dixie Spirit. Yes. It really is. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. What what part? What role does Iron Man, St. George Marathon, uh, Senior Games? Do, do any of those play a part in the county fair? Uh, how, how do those fit in? Yeah. Because we have a lot of big events here in the county for sure. Yeah. So in regards to the county fair. Um, you know, they all use our facility at one point or another. Um, Iron Man uses it for the volunteer party. Mm-hmm. Um, Senior Games uses our facility. They do square dancing and volleyball and some of their banquets out there. Plus um, the shooting is just right there, too. Yep, shooting yeah. sport. Yep, they're doing, I think, archery over there ne- this next year. Oh, um, wow. so, so in regards to that, we all work together. We all need volunteers. Mm-hmm. 
right? And, Iron Man, Marathon. Thank, thankfully, we're good at that here in, yep. in Washington County. Yeah, so we all kind of spread the love, um, working together to find volunteers. I, the county fair doesn't need nearly as much as Senior Games or the, or the Marathon or Iron Man. I think they need, some of those need like 3,000 volunteers right. or something. Yeah, yeah, I just need like 1% of that, yeah. you know. <laughs> but it does take quite a few people, quite a few hands. You know, they say mm-hmm. many hands make light work. So right. um, we all kind of coordinate, you know, I coordinate with Dixie Kite Festival to make sure that our days aren't overlapping each other so their festival can be held on a different date than the county fair. Right. You know, so we all talk together and make sure that everything is good. Um, we, we in turn help each other. Art festival was just this last weekend. Right. Um, right. So they'll be bringing out some bleachers and helping us set up. They set up the display, a city display. Um, they help promote it through their artists and, you know, yeah. just kind of cross promotion through the other events Very cool. and, and volunteers. Very cool. Do you, as a county f- fair, like how far ahead do you pick your dates? You, are you like five years ahead at this point and you so, know when they're going to be? Yep. So right now it's every third weekend in April. Third weekend in April. Mm-hmm. And yep. so you... Uh, w- From now until perpetuity, right, <laughs> <Yeah>. Commissioner? <laughs> yes. So when you pick these events, you say, hey, this is when we are. Please try not to schedule your thing at the same time. Is that how that works? So, I mean, obviously, you don't want to have to. I'm, well, I was thinking last weekend, the art festival and the car show, and a lot of people were like, which one should I go to? And, mm-hmm. and now I was I went to the art festival on Friday and the car show on Saturday. Yep. So I went to both, but I'm sure there are a lot of people that are like, I got one event in me. Uh, is it hard to make sure that all works? I would say it's one of the hardest things that we it really is. face because, Andy, like you said, there's so much good going on in this community and mm-hmm. and so many events that as we started looking at these dates it was it was important for us to pick one that didn't conflict and we have the cotton days coming up right behind That's the right. county fair we love the cotton days yep. we think it's a wonderful event uh we're so uh appreciative to washington city for for allowing us to have the county fair parade in washington but um we'd also encourage everybody that the next week um go to the go to the uh the the cotton days because it's a great community event and obviously we have like dixie junior livestock show that's the week after the fair and and like you mentioned we had so much going on this weekend with with easter of course easter is one of those holidays that kind of moves a little bit yeah susie was saying that it'll be five years before we have another conflict with easter because we had this this wonderful rodeo this year and it was new so we didn't really have expectations but it was a real rodeo everybody needs to know we brought in rough stock Mm -hmm. we had bull riding the whole everything you would expect at a rodeo clowns we had this wonderful um special needs rodeo that uh on saturday uh early afternoon that everybody could come to just the yeah. delightful picture. So this event will keep growing, but it's only one of uh, ongoing events, right. great events in our county. And our county is growing, I think, that can support numerous events on the same yeah. weekend. Exactly. If it's not cotton days, we would have been. It would have been peach days, right? Right, and, and it was in August. So, and if yeah. a, an event is multiple days, you can. Go to one on one day and another on another, yeah, right? Absolutely. Yep. That all works. All right. Uh, Going to get another commercial break in. Susie LaFaele and Victor Iverson from the Washington County. Talking fair today. We're also going to talk about water a little bit uh, when we come back. Right now, I want to talk about Joe Shoney. Joe Shoney is a loan consultant serving Southern Utah, and he's been doing it for quite some time now. Uh, 25 years, actually, is a long time. He's right downtown in St. George, and uh, his specialty is customer service. 
in fact, if you go online, read the reviews, phenomenal numbers, over 620 reviews online on experience.com. And Joe, all the averages is 4.91 out of five. That's all, you know, that's like 99%. It's, it's really good. Uh, anyway, give Joe a call today. If you want a really good experience with, a, with your loan, Joe Shoney is the one to call it. 435-590-6300, NMLS 121-041. Well, Susie brings up a good point during the break here. There are people out there selling, I guess, for lack of a better word, counterfeit fare tickets. Yes. On Facebook or wherever. And so be, I would say, I guess the biggest piece of advice is be aware of your sources, where those tickets are coming from. Because if you're just buying them from some Joe off a Facebook marketplace, probably not the best place to buy a fare ticket. No. So with the the good comes the bad, right? We're bringing in Walker Hayes, sold out concert. But now we're seeing that people are being scammed. Not um, good. So people can always reach out to me, send me an email, say, hey, I bought these tickets. Are they legit? Um, And we we can let them know whether or not they are. Washcofair.net. Net. Yep. Okay. And your email address is right there on that website? It is. Yeah. Okay. Email's the best way. Don't call and leave me a message right now. <laughs> I'm not in my office. I'm betting her message, her inbox is full anyway. Probably yeah. is. I, I tried to clear it out last night. I was there at the office till 1030 trying to clear out phone messages. So hopefully. <laughs> yes. Victor, let's talk a little bit about water. Uh, the governor today, actually yesterday, was at Jordanelle, saw how low Jordanelle was, which is up there by Park City. Uh, but uh, all our reservoirs are, are low, low, Absolutely. low. Uh, and he's talking about declaring another state of emergency. What, what does that mean, and what, what does that mean for Washington County? Well, obviously, we're still in a very severe drought, as, as a lot of people know. I, mm-hmm. I'd like to quote uh, Zach Renstrom, who, who said of last year that if you were measuring tree rings as, as far as drought, uh, last year would have been a thousand-year drought. Mm-hmm. Um, I am very uh, impressed that, that our water system held out last year. We were blessed with monsoons. But we finished the year with, you know, for example, Sand Hollow at about 70% capacity, 70-plus percent, which mm-hmm. is really good given yeah. given the type of drought we're in. As I drove up through Weber County last year, I was, I was really shocked, to be honest with you, how they allowed those reservoirs to be drained down. And um, I don't think that uh, Wasatch Front and Weber County took the drought as serious last year as they should have. Agreed. And so yeah. suddenly... Um, that part of the state is even worse off than we are, mm-hmm. where they, they weren't uh, rationing water last year. They just used it all up. And um, so we're going to continue to encourage people to to be very conscious of the water that they're using outside, if it's culinary water, the time that they're watering. And I believe on May 11th, we're going to have a um, an event across the county called Flip the Strip. Um, where we're going to be changing out uh, sod uh, for other types of landscape. I believe that right now it's it's estimated that over 100,000 square feet of, of um, sod across the different communities will be changed out into mm-hmm. more drought-tolerant um, landscaping. We'd encourage people to continue to, to do everything they can to um, properly use the resource of water that we have. We are a tad bit better than last year as far as our drought numbers, but we we're still in a serious drought, and our runoff this year is going to be very low 
if if any and so you know normally this time of year you'd have a, a tremendous runoff and we're just we're not really going to see it we and so um it is i mean the governor you think about it him taking this type of action this early on really should demonstrate to everybody that that we are in a serious drought and so last year everybody responded well we were blessed with monsoons and i really want to thank everyone for their their efforts last year because i think washington county led the state in demonstrating how to act during a drought i was going to say the one thing about it is in washington county because we're a little bit lower desert not quite as high desert as, as the rest of the state we're kind of used to dealing with the yeah. fact that that we're going to be low on water and and you know, guys like Zach Renstrom are saying, okay, well, we've got to, got to have a backup plan yep. for when we're close to running out of water. And, and he's had that as long as he's been doing it, Ron Thompson before him. Yep. Where, whereas a lot of those places, like you mentioned, you know, up in Ogden area or even up Park City, Jordan, now they're so used to, well, the snow will melt and we'll have plenty of water. Yep. And, and it, it uh, is, is easy for them to take for granted there's always going to be water. And it's not necessarily the case. And we know that here. They don't know that up there. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it was interesting to me, you know, because most of the state legislature lives up along the Wasatch Front. And they like to come down and kind of lecture us on our water use. And and we need, we do need to do better down here as far as conservation. But when you go up there and you see what they do with their water, you, you realize that they need to practice what they preach up on the Wasatch Front. Yeah. And, and really kind of... Take the the resource of water as a limited resource and use it wisely, and so. Um, but I I am scared or nervous. I guess I, I shouldn't use the word scared, <laughs> but I, I am very nervous about the fact that eighteen of the last twenty years have been drought years. That that um, we are in a cycle of drought. That's one of the conversations that the entire Colorado drainage, uh, the seven western states that that are part of the Colorado River Compact are having right now is that in the 1920s when they allocated the Colorado River, they expected that 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 Colorado River system would produce between um, 15 to 17 million acre feet of water. And now they're estimating that it's probably more along the lines of of 10 to 12 million Mm. acre feet. Now, a lot of people say, is Lake Powell ever going to happen? I know that you've had Zach, and I don't want to replow that field. But yeah. but I do think it's going to be a part of this larger conversation about the Colorado River. And I don't think that Utah should have to give up all of its water rights just because uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, and other places are overusing yes, their are. water rights. And so uh, we're going to have a vibrant conversation about that. Um, between now and 2026 but in between now uh, just encourage everybody to when you use water to be conscious of of it um, don't waste it um, recognize that if you're saving 100 gallons a um, a day per household because you're maybe not running the water as long as you would have normally or whatnot it'll really help out some some really basic things you can do if you own a pool covering it cover it Yep. You you have a cover on at night and in, even in the hottest hours when you're not using it, uh, you save tons of water because that water will evaporate if it's not covered. Absolutely. It, it evaporate quickly, as a matter of fact. Somebody said like three inches a day. 
yeah. uh, from an average pool will evaporate if you if you don't cover it. Absolutely. So uh, that's a big one. Uh, we've talked about on the show a few times the water heater recirculation devices that you can put in your house for a couple hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get it put in your bathroom or whatever. You, you know, maybe your bedroom is a long ways away from the water heater like mine is. If you can get that uh, water heater recirculation device, then... You know, you won't have to sit there and wait for the water to get hot. That's one thing Zach always talks about. He says, you wouldn't believe how much water we waste in St. George waiting for it to get hot. Absolutely. So, you know, if people would just be conscious of that, and, and maybe I've become hyper-conscious to it since I am on the Water District Board, and I, I always have, Zach, these conversations. But mm-hmm. but uh, once you start evaluating your water, you should realize that there's a lot of opportunities for all of us to save. And that's what I'd encourage users to, to think about is, that, is if they're hearing our conversation is just, you know, when you turn on that tap, just be conscious that if each of us try to save a little bit of water, um, it'll go a long ways. Also, for folks that are watering, especially with culinary water, um, you know, potable water, if you will, water out of the meter um, for their grass and landscape. If the only time you're um, uh, using that grass is when you walk on it to mow it, then maybe uh, maybe take an opportunity to find other other ways to, to yeah. landscape your yard. So. And Gil texted me the other day, another county commissioner. He said, yeah, you can cut down on grass, but don't take the trees away because we still need green spaces here to cool things down. Yeah, we're coming up on Arbor Day, and uh, my fellow commissioner, uh, Gil Almquist, he absolutely is is an advocate for trees. Of course, you know, he has a passion for it because, you know, he was a landscape um, contractor for so long. I'd I'd call him a landscape artist. He (laughs) he really is into his his trees and, and landscape, and he can drive you around town and tell you the oldest trees in town but but that is a true statement that we don't want our community to turn into a tucson or into a a heat desert so we do want landscape we're just asking people um to to maybe get landscape plants that are more tolerant to heat yeah and that's the whole reason we have this beautiful desert garden if you need any any uh some tips thoughts on it so down to the final minute. Susie, let's get your mic back going again. Yes. Uh, your last chance to plug for the county fair. Uh, tell us again kind of the nuts and bolts of when and where we need to be there. Starts tonight with the county fair parade county kickoff fair parade. party, 6, six o'clock, o'clock, Washington City. Tomorrow opens up at 6 o'clock. It's family night at the carnival. All of the rides will be $2. Entertainment, local music, rock bottom boys, 80 retail vendors, 40 food vendors, Thursday, Friday, 2 to 10. Saturday, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Wow. You're, you're Washcofair.net. Like you're, you're like a proud mama. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Vic, thanks for coming thanks in. Thanks so much, Susie. everybody. Uh, thanks so Thank much. You. And uh, we'll see you over at the fair. We'll see ya. Parade tonight, 6 o'clock.